Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the 5 Minute Theory podcast. And if you belt it up, we'll make a start. Thank you for joining us today. As always, I'm your host, Terry Cook of tcdrive.co.uk. We hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you find it useful, make sure you click that subscribe button so you get these downloaded straight into whatever platform you're listening in. Today, we're going to be taking a look at cyclists and a few specific questions that crop up on the theory test that will also be useful to you in real life driving. So let's make a start. Now, within the theory test, whenever you're revising this, cyclists fall under the category of vulnerable road users. This is because they're obviously a lot more vulnerable than we are if we're driving a car. Essentially, if we hit a cyclist, we might get a scratch on the car. The cyclist is going to come off a lot worse. So whenever we're looking at this topic, we're looking at the safety of the cyclist as a priority. So let's take a look at some questions. This first one. You're approaching a roundabout. What should you do if a cyclist ahead is signaling to turn right? So a cyclist will have their arm out to the right to signal they're turning right. The options, overtake on the right, give a warning with your horn, signal the cyclist to move across, or give the cyclist plenty of room. There's some obvious ones here we can rule out straight away. Give a warning with your horn. Well, there's, there's no need to give a warning of your horn. There's nothing to warn them about. That cyclist is in front of you telling you what they intend to do. They're giving you the relevant information. So there's no need to beep them. So we can rule that one out straight away. Signal the cyclist to move across. Again, the cyclist is doing the completely correct thing. The signals turn right. They're, you know, hopefully in the correct position in this circumstance. But... We don't need to tell them move across. We, you know, would wait behind them. The other option, overtake on the right. Again, there's no need to do that. So we can rule that one out, which leaves us with give the cyclist plenty of room. So if a cyclist is going round the roundabout to the right and they're indicating to do that, give them plenty of room. As we said, they're more vulnerable than you. The worst you're going to get is a scratch on your car. They could wind them hospital or worse. So a cyclist signaling to turn right, give them plenty of room. So let's take a look at another question that's a little bit similar. You're following two cyclists as they approach a roundabout in the left-hand lane. Where would you expect the cyclist to go? So two cyclists approaching a roundabout in the left-hand lane. Would you expect them to go left, right, any direction, or straight ahead? The correct answer here is any direction. Often cyclists will stay in that left-hand lane even if they're turning right. This could be because they've been unable to move across. It may just be that they feel it's safer staying in that left-hand lane. So much like the previous question, the safest thing we can do is just hold back and let them do what they need to do. Now, big picture, yes, it might add 10 seconds onto your journey, but we can live with that. We can deal with that. So like I said, in this situation, if the cyclists are in the left-hand lane, we can ex- we'd be anticipating them going in any direction, not necessarily left. So the last question we're going to look at in today's topic on cyclists is this one. Which vehicle should you allow extra room as you overtake them? The options, a lorry, a tractor, a bicycle, or a road sweeper? 
Now, the topic of today may give you a clue for the answer, but let's look at why. We would give a cyclist more room than a lorry, a tractor, or a road sweeper. And there's a few reasons. Firstly, that cyclist may need to veer around a pothole or a drain or another hazard like that. So if you're too close to them and they have to swerve suddenly, again, they're the vulnerable road user. We'll get a scratch on the car. They're in hospital. They may also be pushed towards us by a side wind because cyclists are vulnerable to side winds, obviously. They're uh, not like us, a car. They can just be pushed across. They may also be made unsteady by our vehicle. So if we're getting too close, that's putting almost extra pressure on the cyclist and they can become unsettled in that situation. So again, just to reiterate, it's looking after the most vulnerable of road users. It doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things if it adds an extra 30 seconds onto your journey. Holding back where appropriate, letting the cyclist do what they need to do. And in this last example, giving them plenty of space. You want to be giving them at least a metre and a half as a minimum. That way, if they do need to swerve for any reason, if they're pushed across by the wind, there's going to be no real problem there because you've looked after them. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you found it useful. If you'd like to learn any more about the theory test or have any questions, concerns, issues, worries, troubles or comments, head over to tcdrive.co.uk. Over there you can find videos. You can also find a theory test training course, which up until the 12th of April, when lessons restart, you can currently get a 25% discount on by using the code STARTNOW. So thank you for your time today. Remember, stay safe drive safer.